tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Recorded live. Welcome to the Knights Sports Network, bringing you Western Pennsylvania Fall League Baseball. We're some, due, due to some technical difficulties, we're on there a little bit late. Uh, we're in top of the first inning where the Knights are batting against the Steel City Storm and have two on and two out, runners on second and third. And at the plate is uh, Pat, Patrick uh, Chapani. with a uh, two-ball, one-strike count. And I'm Al Lesh alongside Barry Doerr, bringing you the action tonight, this afternoon. Strike three called on Chapani. And he looked at that one go by on the outside corner, and that ends the bottom of the top of the first, going to the bottom of the first, with the score nothing-nothing between the Knights and the Steel City Storm. Ready for an exciting fall league, uh, Barry? Uh, how about you? I, I am. It's uh, It's been a while since uh, we've gotten together here on the airway. The, yeah. the last time we paired up was uh, the whole Chapelworth game way back in uh, in April or May. So it's good to be back. Uh, good to kick off the fall season. Uh, it's, it's such a value for these, these kids. They're going to be playing high school ball next year to get these uh, – extra reps in. Uh, a lot of our kids I know played summer ball together and uh, they uh, took a few weeks off and now they're back in the fall. And it really makes a difference for them when uh, when the spring season comes around, no question about it. Yeah, it's, uh, and we're proud to announce here at the Knight Sports Network that uh, we are the only, the only broadcast company carrying these games here in the Western Pennsylvania Fall Baseball League. So if you want to hear any fall baseball from this league, you're at the right place. So. Well, only one. We're also the best. Think, Here you uh, go. Uh, We're number uh, one. Pretty amazing. We knew that already. Though. Well, yeah, we did. We didn't, didn't know already. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, the, the, the fall ball season, that the weather always seems to be good. It's perfect. Yeah. It, it really is. I know that every year there's a. You always hear a movement for 
uh, high school baseball and softball to go to a fall season because it's so much nicer, uh, even through the early part of November. Uh, it, it, could be, it could be done. There's no question about it. But I, I don't think we'll ever see that. Football is still king. The yeah. soccer is making a inroads. So the, the fall baseball for the high schools, I don't think we're going to see. So. Yeah, it's and unfortunate because in the spring you got to deal with, unfortunately, in this part of the country, tons of rain is – you get a lot of games rained out, and, and as you say, Barry, in the fall, it's just perfect. Well, we got we got the uh, the high. What kind of clouds are those? Those wispy clouds and nice, nimbus, human, I think yeah, we whatever, got there, uh, <laughs> whatever they are. But it's nice. It's a blue sky with a wisp of blue, some clouds. Bright sun. It's it's perfect. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. So okay, bottom of the first here, Steel City. It seems odd calling uh, the the other team playing here as the home team, but uh, they don't have a field, so this is a home game for them. The Knights are technically on the road. Okay. <laughs> and they're wearing Dukes on their shirt. I'm not sure. Uh, they're from the Duquesne area. So. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. gotcha, gotcha. So leading off, we just got their roster after they were on the field, is uh, Dylan Keller. Right-hand batter and strike one from Oshika. Dylan versus Dylan here. Yeah. One and one to Keller. Perfect day for baseball here at Youthtown. Don't get to say that too often. No, it's 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 awesome. The line and the pitch just misses the outside corner ball too. We're not quite right behind home plate here, so it's uh, a little more difficult to pick up the exact location of the pitches and and what the boys are throwing out there. So we'll do our best. There's a ground ball right back to Dylan Ashika. He'll walk it over, underhand it over to Kiefer Bishop at first for one away. He goes one, three. Nice efficient first, uh, first batter there from Dylan. Dylan uh, plays shortstop fairly regularly or third base, so he he does field his position very well when he's on the hill. And brings up uh, Derek Fay batting from the left side. With one away, he takes ball one inside. And a strike, evens up the count, one and one. Pitch misses inside. Faye kind of turned away from it. Ball two. Ashika with the line, the righty. Delivers that one up high. Three and one now to Derek Faye. Nothing, nothing here. Bottom of the first. Hill City Storm, their first look. At Dylan Oshika here from Youthtown, as we said already, beautiful afternoon morning so far. And, and he takes a walk. Do. Not something you want to do. Uh, it's your worst friend, I think. The walk and the three-run homer. <laughs> well, both pitchers struggling here in the first inning a little bit. Uh,
Polish infielders, excuse me, Knights infielders looking for two. Ingram at second and Tallarico at short. Andrew Clark now in the right-handed batter's box. He takes ball one from Oshika. Oshika from the stretch. Looks over first. Throws over. Diving back safely is Faye. Sweet tag by uh, Bishop. A lot of room on that right side with uh, Bishop holding the runner on and Ingram shaded a couple steps towards second base. Yeah, big hole over there. Ooh, that one just misses. Ball two. Good off-speed pitch from Oshika. Didn't get the call. Early trip to the mound here by uh, Coach McCarron. So maybe he saw something mechanical if he needs to talk to Dylan about. Well, while we have a minute, we'll give a defensive line up here for the Knights. Uh, as we said, on the on the mound is Dylan O'Sheek, uh, Mike Rusey behind the plate, the battery mate. Out in left field is Patrick Chapani. And in center field is uh, Brigham Carlick. In right field is uh, Scotty Simon. At third base is Sam Matos. Tallarico is at short. Ingram at second. And Kiefer Bishop at first. Ball three. And quickly 3-0 and to Clark with a runner at first base in the way of Faye. There's a pop foul and out of play, three and one. I went back towards my car there now. I, just <laughs> I park way down by the batting cages. <laughs> Peep through the window, and I think I, and I think we're okay. I park as close as I can. So. There's a fly to right center field. That's going to hit the gap. Gets down safely, and it's. Picked up by Simon. He'll throw it into second base, and runners on first and third, and one out now for the night uh, the uh, the storm. Good job holding that lead runner to uh, the third. Yeah, get one out. You still have the double play in order with runners on first and third. So the first first hit of the game goes to the storm. Now that runner at first base, see what he's doing down there. Brucey from behind the dish uh, gives his first and third signals to his infield mates out there. There goes the runner down to second. They do throw down, and the ball scoots by. Ingram couldn't control it, but Tallarico is backing him up at the stolen base. Yeah, even if he catches that ball, he still has a base stolen. Yeah, it's yeah. way too high. Yep. Nice backup on Tallarico. Saved the run there. Foul ball right back at us. Thank you, screen.
Runners on second and third now. Chica from the stretch. Looks over to third. Curveball. Misses up high. Infield's back. They will concede the run here. Yeah, it's early in the out. Yeah, early in the game. Here's pitch, curveball, ground ball right toward Tallarico. They are going to concede the run to throw over to first. Bishop, looks like he missed the tag. It was up toward first, or the home plate side of first, wide of the bag. I think we should ask for help on that one because from this vantage point, I, believe, I think he did get the tag he, he, he on. He may have got on the back jersey, but no appeal. Home plate umpire is not making – oh, home plate umpire is looking over toward the uh, – Night dugout. Night dugout here to, to ask for maybe to see if he gets asked for help. I is that this situation where if he sees it, he should step in and just say, "Hey, he made the tag." I yeah, I I think so. I think you got to get the call right, but who knows what he was looking over there for? At any rate, it's one nothing. Storm runners on first and third on the uh, throwing here by Calrico. There's a pop down the right line. Simon. Runs over toward the line, but that's way out of play. Strike one to Olsen. Ball low and inside. One and one now to Olsen. Runners on first and third. one nothing storm. There's still one out here in the bottom of the first. Still have double play in order here, so hard hit ball. We, we want to see him turn two. Yeah, minimize the damage here in the first. Big lead off of first. He might uh, throw over. Nice throw. Nice sweet tag, but diving back just ahead of it was uh, Pressner. He takes a big lead over there. Not quite as big this time, but yeah, he's, he's off that base. He's going to be gone. Oh, he stands. Another pop foul to the right side. One ball, two strikes. To Olsen. Foul ball. Not held on by Rusi. Just got a piece of that one. And Olsen remains at the plate with a one ball, two strike count. Chico with the one-two. There's a pop down the right line, flirting with the line, but it's foul. Drops safely in the grass and trickles over toward the fence. Bishop and Simon trying to close in on it. Couldn't get there. No man's land, pretty yep. much. Yep. Just glad it landed foul. The one-two. There's a foul on the ground right toward the Knights dugout. He was on running from first. Was taking off on that pitch.
Strike out be really big here. Oh, huge. Get that second out or pop up in the infield. Yeah. He had a tendency to put the ball in the air. Yes. And he swings. Another throw over to first. Bishop. That throw is a little If that one was with the bag, Barry, I think he's out. I think he is too. The ball was up high and Kiefer had to bring it down and gave uh, Pressner a chance to dive back in. Got a big lead over there again. Yeah, it's a nice size lead. There's the pitch. There's a pass on the infield. Ingram drifting back in the outfield grass. He'll make the catch. Cut that. There you go. They uh, fake the the tag from third. And nice throw by Ingram into Rusi at the plate, holding everybody exactly where they're at with two outs now. That's a huge out. Good job by Dylan to fight back. That'll bring to the plate Anthony Ryan with two outs, runners at the corners. Dika from the stretch. He bounces one up there off the side of the plate. Nice backhand scoop by Rusev behind the dish. Swing and a miss. There goes the runner down to second, and he, he, he is going to be out. He, Absolutely. DOA. That's a great throw. That's a great tag. I don't even think he got to the base. No. Ingram was waiting. He caught the ball and was waiting for him, and that's a caught stealing to end the inning. Play goes 2-4. Two, two, so at the end of one for winning a play, it is the Steel City Storm, one, and the Knights, nothing.
All right, right back here at U-Town. Trying to get caught up. We didn't get the rosters for the storm until the first pitch, actually. Trying to get caught up with that. And that will bring to the plate uh, Brigham Carlick, lefty, stands in. Against Day, Riley Day is on the mound for the storm. Big right-hander. He throws a strike. And Carlick is quickly behind. The ball is one strike. Carlick awaits the other one, and he'll pop this down the left field line. That's drifting with the foul line, and it's going to drop right in front of the tarp out there. I think if that tarp isn't there, left fielder probably doesn't pull up short on that, and he has a better chance of making that play. Although it was slicing, Carlick being a left-handed batter hitting it to the left side is going to naturally slice. But uh, it was right close to the, close to the tarp, and he pulled up just a little bit. And I, I think thinking of his, his health was a little more important to catch a, a foul ball in a fall game. That's it. The 0-2 from Day. Swing and a miss by Carlick, and he goes down. Swing, second stri- third strikeout for Day. Starts out the top of the second. Brings up Sam Mattis, the second to the third baseman for the uh, Knights. And the younger brother, uh, Oscar, who uh, was a big contributor for the uh, Knights and Chargers over the last couple of years. Nice to see the legacy continuing here. Sam takes a ball low and outside. Stay with the wind. That one's way up high, ball. 2-0 now. They looked a little disgusted with himself on that on that pitch. Uh, released a little bit high, and it just stayed yeah, way up like, there. Yeah, it looked like he was trying to put a little bit extra on that, and it got away from him. Swinging a foul off the plate. Two balls, one strike. Can't see the plate, but I heard it hit the plate. (laughs) There's a ball inside. Sam turned away from that one, and it's three and one now. A little late break on that. I thought it might have caught the inside corner, but just stayed just a little bit inside. Here's a 3-1. There's a ground ball right back at Day. He'll take a couple strides toward first and overhand it over to uh, Derek Fay at first base. Put two out there for the uh, for the night. And that brings uh, to the plate Gaffney. Gaffney is in fall league. They have you can bat ten batters, and uh, he's the EH, not the DH, the extra, extra batter. Yes. Confusing all these acronyms: DH, DH, EP. <laughs> so Will Gaffney from the left side takes ball one, ball two. And quickly, Mike Wilson trots out to the mound to talk to his pitcher and 
little side note, Mike Wilson, the, the coach of the Storm, was uh, Coach Phil McGarren's uh, college coach at Duquesne. How about that? Where you here? here. Trivia. Yeah, he's the former Duquesne head coach. I talked to him briefly before the game, and he definitely, I mean, you can tell just by talking to him, he's a baseball mind for sure. I'm sure Phil was happy to yeah, talk fast with they, uh, Coach Wilson. They had a little little reunion before the game. Very nice. Yeah, when, when Coach Wilson was walking out there, I actually I saw a little bit about Harvey Haddock. Uh, he does kind of look kind like him, doesn't he? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Harvey was about five, eight, five, nine, uh, 120 pounds or so. Still uh, go, go around. The 2-0. There's a fly ball into shallow That's left trouble. field. That's trouble. And it's going to be caught by the left fielder. Looks like that's 1474. 74. 74. Okay. Chris, Chris Boy. It was 74 to start the game. Yeah, 74, yeah. Don't see too many 74s on no. the baseball field. I think Carlton Fisk wore 72 at the end of his career. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. With the White Sox. Because he couldn't wear 27. That's right. Um, so the Knights go quietly 1 2 3 here in the second inning and still trail by the score of 1 nothing on that pop to left field. But, uh, yeah, Carlton Fisk, 472. Uh, to me, the high numbers in baseball, like you see in hockey or obviously football, you have to. But I can't think of too many uh, really high numbers that uh, we've seen over the years. There's been some 99s in baseball. Yeah. Because usually in spring training they give those vote high the numbers, numbers to the, the, uh, the guys who are going to be around very the long. Minor league players, yep. yep. Yeah, it's always funny in spring, spring training for major leagues, uh, for the big leagues. They, you can always tell the minor league players by, by two reasons: the high numbers, and they don't have a name on no, their back; no. it's just a number. <laughs> Recycle it to somebody else next year, and it might be it might be a number of somebody else. That has a name right, on their back, right. so you know you might have two fifty-fives, uh, but uh, one of them doesn't have a name. <laughs> All right, leading off the bottom of the second is uh, Anthony Ryan. He was at the plate when uh, Pressner was thrown out trying to steal, so he will get another chance. And Oshika now with the wind, curveball misses. Up and in. There's a foul tip right back to the screen, and the count's even at one. Nice pitch. Yeah, it was. Get on the hands. Seems that far of the plate. Thanks about two starters today. Uh, Tom Davis, uh, Nick Doerr, both back at at, uh, at the school. Uh, providing tours for the new uh, incoming students. Another foul back. Thank you, screen. That was right in our face. And I didn't see uh, Brogan down there before the game. Uh, no, you're right. Did not. Did not. Absolutely. Yeah. So. Football in the summer. These uh, yeah. have other commitments. There's strike three on a nice breaking pitch off the plate, and he got Ryan to chase for his first strikeout. Ashika. Strikes out Ryan. One of the big pluses of fall ball is that you do get kids 
in a situation where they they're they're playing secondary position because it will get them ready for uh, if if they're needed to move to one strike or pitch curveball to Dugan. Uh, you see that quite a bit. Is uh, Mike Ruth get a chance to to catch today? Because you never know. Uh, Press into service to get back there in the spring. He's uh, getting a valuable time, but he does a make a wonderful job he, behind the dish. Mike Mike is is a is a good athlete. He, oh I gosh, think yeah. he I think he could play just about anywhere. Yeah, he's seen some time at second base. He's seen some a lot of time in right field last year, and uh, he's even got some time uh, on the bump uh, here and here and there. <laughs> The Seekers delivery here to foul out of play up over the Knights' dugout. That one probably made the parking lot. Nowhere near my car, so I was okay <laughs> with that. And there's a fly ball to center field that's sending Carly back, and he'll make the, the catch. As he Planted underneath of that one. Quickly two away on that fly ball to center field. Graham got a nice jump on that ball. They say it's the toughest ball not there was one hit right at you, and that was pretty much straight over his head. Yeah. And he uh, he turned, uh, took about five or six steps straight back, and camped right under that thing. So yep, good job out there. Yeah, that was pretty much just over his right shoulder. He Absolutely. just turned to his right, drifted back, and made the play. Another lefty here. Is uh, Tyler Romanis will take a strike? Example we said a couple minutes ago about playing a a, a, a new position. Bring those out there too often. That's a good chance for him to get some work. That's that's Dom's home out there. Oh yeah. Strike two taken by Romanis. So she can now trying to feel the groove. There Strike three called, a breaking pitch, and the back door, as they call it, broke from starting off the plate and broke it right onto the corner for a beautiful one, two, three strikeout. And as we like to say here, good night. That's right. <laughs> good morning, good afternoon, and good night. No pun intended. Oh, pun intended. Okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> nice, uh, nice comeback for, uh, for Bill in that inning. Yeah. A little bit. Uh, and it's understandable. He's... Uh, Kids haven't been in a com, uh, competitive game for uh, several weeks now. Summer season ended, so they're seeing batters for the first time, live pitching for the first time. So it will take a little bit to uh, get back in gear. And uh, a much better inning second time around. Also good to see uh, Coach Zyrell back in the fold here. Yeah, got slow down there before the game. Had a, had a pretty pretty scary fall uh, a couple a uh, couple months ago and uh, rebounded nicely. Looks like you know, things good well. Looks like we got a new pitcher. Lefty, a little lefty out there for uh, the storm and uh, Tyler Romanis will take the mound. Crafty lefty out there. Adder, Storm moving their players all around. Yep. Boy, he played left field. He's going to be a shortstop now. Moving out to left field is, I don't even have him on the roster, number five. (laughs) 
Yeah, when they gave us the roster, all he gave us was the starters, I guess. <laughs> detail, detail, detail. Yeah. Number five, we can call him Bill Madlock, maybe. <laughs> pirate history, probably, yeah. uh, probably yeah. one, of the, one of the best number fives to wear a pirate uniform, I would, I would say. Short time with the Pirates, but part of a world championship yeah, team and uh, a couple of batting titles. Yeah, and he was he was arguably the reason that they won a couple titles. Absolutely. Yeah. One of those mid-season acquisitions. Yep. Tim Foley was part of that uh, part of that group. All right, so the top of the third here, we will uh, start off with the if it sounds weird, start off with the nine ten one will be due up for the the night. The Ingram, Simon, and Rusi. Noah Ingram will lead off here. Noah's playing second base for the Knights today. He'll face the new pitcher. Tyler Romance, the lefty, delivers. Swing and a miss by Ingram, strike one. as far as I'm smelling those hamburgers uh, from down in the uh, concession stand. They smell really good. Yeah, I was wondering if it was going to be open today. And like... <laughs> I think a couple of those burgers have our names on them. Yep. Ooh, that ball high. Nice take by Noah. That was one of those players that's just so fundamentally sound. Uh, he plays his position wherever he is very, very well. Noah? Yes, absolutely. He's he, Ball too blown away. He, uh, I'm looking at him, and he reminds me of a young me when I was playing high yeah. school. I was small in stature and played the infield. He was playing second base. That was my position. I played, I played second and third, and uh, he reminds a lot of me. Ball two, or ball three, actually. There's the 3-1 to Noah Ingram. Unless he delivers. That bounces in front of the plate. No, we'll trot down to first base. Here we go. The leadoff walk for the Knights. Love to have that leadoff runner on. Karen's been known to play a good small ball game, so we'll see if uh, he has Scotty Simons laying the bunt down to move that runner up. He squares. And Noah dives back as the throw comes over to first. There goes Ingram and Simons and Bunts right back to the pitcher. No play there. They throw it to first and sacrifice Bunt for Simons. No, Noah had the he had the base stolen. You almost think that that's a wasted punt at that point. Yeah. Uh, now if he lays it down now with the runner on second, you have a runner on third with one out. So I don't know if they got their their, their signal screwed up on that one or what, but Noah had that base stolen. Good jump. So one away, and that brings up the top of the lineup, Mike Rusey. Oh, and nice snag there by the first baseman, uh, Faye. Looks over to first or second base, and Ingram standing on the bag. Rusey had that one down the line, and Faye made a nice play to make it two away. 
uh, just over the first baseman's head. He reached up, elevated a little bit, and uh, pulled it down. Swing and a miss for a foul tip by Dylan Oshika. Strike one. On deck, picking number 24, Kiefer Bishop, waiting to get his chance, maybe tie this game up. If Oshika can get on, a big two-out hit here. That could possibly tie it up. The 0-1. And it's ball. Counts even at one. Nice stop there. Behind the plate by uh, Anthony Ryan. Low and away. Got the body in front of it. At the stretch, the pitch. There's a drive to right field. It's going to send the right fielder back. Up over his head. Oshika running first. Here comes Ingram in to score. And Oshika is going to stop at second base. I thought for a minute, Barry, he was going to try to turn and go. But he got the second base, and he looked up, and Coach McGarren had the stop sign up, and he put the brakes on right on the bag. That's a good decision. He would have been thrown off by 70 feet probably on yeah. that one. But he was going hard, and he really did put the brakes on uh, just as he got to the bag. So the first hit for the uh, Knights comes off the bat of Dylan Oshika, and it's an RBI double. And here's Kiefer Bishop could give the Knights the lead here. There's a pitch in the dirt. Nice block there again by Ryan. Lefty on lefty here. Tyler Tallarico awaits in the, on the wings. The ball up. Up and away. Keeper watched that one go by. Ball two. Keeper seems to be moving a lot better now. He had the, uh, the broken foot during the high school season, hampered him quite a bit, but he does seem to be moving uh, much better now. Yeah, for sure. I was watching him warm up, and uh, ooh, that one inside. Keeper turns away. 3-0 and to the big guy. But, uh, yeah, he's a lot more mobile now. Absolutely. And, I, and that affected his spring season, too. I'm telling you, because you could tell he wasn't comfortable with the plate or in the field no, when he, he did get back. There well, there goes the runner down to third, and he's going to be in there safe. Stolen base. And I, that was odd because Ashika, like halfway, stopped. He, he did the uh, the uh, Marte thing where he <laughs> shut it down, and he said, no, I better keep going. But he gets the stolen base nonetheless on a strike to uh, Bishop. A usual decision on that one. There's Bishop on a ground ball to second base, scooped up, and they'll throw over, and the play goes 4-3. As our Garfoli snagged that one and throws over to Faye to end the inning. But the Knights tie it up on a big two-out RBI double by Dylan Oshika. And at the end of two and a half innings to play, it is the Knights one and the Storm one. That was a productive inning. Get the runner on base. Lead off walk. Him on, lead off walk and move him up with the bunt. Take advantage uh, of, uh, of what really – it was a nice hit ball to race field by, by Dylan uh, over, the, over the right footer's head. So you take advantage of the, the hit there. Good inning for the night. So let's see if uh, Dylan can uh, – keep the momentum going. He seemed to find the groove in the second inning after a rough first inning.
As they say, after after you score, you want to hold the other team, put a goose egg up there. Absolutely. Don't let them get back what you just gained. Have a chance to watch the fire game last night, Al. I did. I did. Um, and, you know, it's, it's Jeff Locke. I love the guy. But I kept saying in the first inning, you got to get somebody up. He just don't have it. And uh, it turned out to be the game, the first two innings. You're playing against someone like Bumgarner and, and you can't you know, afford that kind can't of stuff. Afford it. No. Can't afford it. Can't he, get yourself in a hole. He, yeah, he just kept – he just kept – he couldn't find the plate. And then when he did, he had to center it up and, mm-hmm. you know, Katie barred the door. <laughs> Bumgarner hit his fifth. I mean, he's leading all major league pitchers with home runs. And that was a no-doubter, man. It was way back in left field. Did you watch any Little League World Series? Not too much. Uh, I caught some of the the prelim games, um, but I'm a huge fan. I watched watched the Pennsylvania game yesterday, and i I got to say the Missouri team who – Pennsylvania crushed. It was eighteen to nothing, three innings, and uh, or four innings, whatever it is. And uh, but the the one kid hit a grand slam. I mean, it was like way up over everything. And you got to the, the the Missouri pitcher just turned and went, "Wow, that was that was something." I mean, you could see him say, <laughs> "Strike one to Garfoli." I think some of the guys were saying part of the game is a three hundred sixty-one foot home run. It was huge. It, it, was, it, was, it was way out. 12 years old. Yeah. So she goes the line, the 0-1. That misses low and away. 1-1. One and one. Shiko with the big two-out double ties this game up. Now he's going to try to hold the storm. Scoreless here in the third. And start all over. Definitely lost more sharp now than he was in the oh, first yeah. inning. Foul back into the screen. Strike two. One and two now. Garfoli. And the number 10 hitter on deck, Day. Riley Day. Started the, the game on the mound. Ooh, that one just missed. Two and two now to Garfoli. And I'm anxious to see how long Oshika stays in the game here in the fall league. You know, if he goes three innings, four innings, fall back. From knowing Coach McCarran, I think we'll, we'll probably keep him around a 70, 75 pitch limit. I'm going to guess. And I'm not sure where he is right now. I've got him just under 40. So, I mean, I could be off a pitch or two, but. There's a swing and a miss on a ball up in the zone. Strike three and. Oshika keeps it going. That's his third strikeout after done in the first. Mike Mike Fires from the Astros throw throw a no no last night. Yeah, he pushed 140 pitches last night. He ended up with 136. Oh, I, I didn't know he had that many pitches. Wow, I, I believe it's 136. Wow, that's that's very unusual in this day and age. Absolutely. So that's another interesting fact about that after this pitch. And here's Day. In the batter's box, awaits the Ashika delivery. There's a curveball, and that in there for a called strike one. The fires with a no hitter obviously pitched the entire game. 
and last night was the first time he's ever gotten out and out in the ninth inning ever. <laughs> and that's another tale of the of the game these days. Strike two, and that was after the nice breaking pitch. So she could come in with a nice hard one and lock day up. Zero and two. She could with the zero and two. Let's see what he does with this one. There's another hard one fouled off into the screen. The count holds at two strikes. Good pitching is all about keeping the hitters off balance, uh, and that's why you, you see some guys on, on the hill and in the majors, and you think, I could get in that box and hit the ball, but uh, it doesn't work that way. It's not that easy. And you're changing speed. You're changing location, up, down, in, out, uh, changing uh, your eye angle on the ball. You can do that. You're going to be an effective major league pitcher. Dylan with the wand, go to swing and a miss on a curveball off the plate. Got him to chase, and two in a row. Shika, actually three in a row now, he struck out. He's retired. Actually, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven in a row now, counting that uh, stolen base. There's a strike on the outside corner. Is this Keller? No, it's another another batter, number 35. I don't know who that is. Thank you, I think. Straight back. Strike two. I like to play that game and see some uh, some numbers and what major league players pop into mind when you think of uh, certain numbers. And 35 will always be Manny Sanguin for me. Yeah. There's a hard one up high. Ball one. Make some mini barbecues now, too, at the PNC Park. Yeah. That's a that's good, a right out there in center field. Good sandwich. That's, that's the gate I always go in. Ooh, that one just missed. Ball, too. It's a little guy up there, so it's probably up in the zone. Yep. Wide open stance in the right-handed batter's box. Here's the Sheikah's 2-2. That one's down low. Run the count full. Started out 0-2. Guys with the wide open stances, they will will bring that front foot back toward the plate. That's that's the theory. Yeah. (laughs) And he did. He is. And he yep. takes ball four, and he takes the walk, and chopped on down to first. Chris Boy now at the plate. I guess he's just going to bat his entire lineup. And That'll work. Yeah, I have no problem with that. This is 74. It's a young man that started the game in the left field, field and then moved the short way up. <laughs> Another wide open stand. Ball two. After a couple quick strikeouts, uh one's lost the strike zone a little bit here. Yep. They go to first, diving back, and just got his fingertips on the bag. Another unusual stance here. Right, right foot uh, more than open. His right foot is almost in the third base dugout, actually. Another throw over, and Marcus Williams is the runner at first. He dives back again. Facing the, the pitcher, 
uh, yeah. Yeah, his his foot almost toward his his own dugout on the third base side. Oh, faked it going down to first. There's a strike. Everybody faked. I think the entire nice coaching staff was <laughs> screaming going. Yeah, they were all yelling down there going. It's, it's almost comical looking down at Kiefer Bishop and, and Little Williams out there at first base. There's a foul back off the screen. <laughs> two and two now. Kiefer Bishop's a good-sized young man. And Mr. Williams, his head doesn't even come to Kiefer's shoulders. Uh, <laughs> Williams takes his lead. Nashika with the delivery. Curveball, strike right three, called. Then he strikes out the side with a walk thrown in the middle. And at the end of 340 of play, it is the Knights one and the Storm one. The bottom of the first one, the the, the uh, storm had a bunch of runners on the base. I thought we were, we were in for a high-scoring game here, but since then it's, uh, it's uh, turned into a pitcher's duel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dylan has really reeled it in, and uh, he, like I said, he's gotten into the groove. Oh yeah. And other than that one batter last inning, the Williams, he's been dead on. Coach McCarron has his lineup card at hand, talking to the umpire. I don't know if we're going to see some changes next inning. I think the, the Knights are a little, little thin on the bench today, though, too. I don't think we have too many. Uh, for this game. Yeah. Yeah, because he told me that there was going to be a few coming in late, and then they'd be here for the second okay. game. So. I know that uh, Davis and Doerr are, uh, are, are done for the day. They, uh, they're both ambassadors uh, for, uh, for their high school, and they uh, are working at a – First day of school, kickoff for the, the new freshmen coming in and conducting tours and being escorts you know, throughout <laughs> the day. So we laugh. We laugh. The PA announcer was about the game being broadcast, and and he was saying what network to go to to listen to it. And uh, Coach McGarren looked up and laughed because. It's the night sports network, and that's not what was put out. <laughs> we got to make sure we uh, cross all our T's and dot our I's properly here. <laughs> Tyler Camarillo, ready to step in and start off the top of the fourth here. Tyler grounded out to the third baseman his first time up, and he's going to pop this one up, and it's going to come down. In the storm dugout, strike one. Not sure if the home plate umpire forgot his uh, little brush, uh, but <laughs> difficult to see home plate down there. No, I, uh, it, it, it's, in, it's in line with my shorts. I got the cami shorts on. It's camouflage home plate. Yeah. So he's pretty much catching back there. <laughs> it's a seal thing. Yeah. He's a little closer than we are. Yeah. You old uh the old adage, I think, when Nolan Ryan was uh, throwing his 100-mile-an-hour fastballs, uh, one of the catchers questioned the umpire, and he said, well, it sounded like a strike. <laughs> After a ball, Calarico grounds one down the third base side might in foul territory. Might have caught, uh, caught his toe on that when he was uh, 
tapping his, uh, his left foot as he was coming back to the batter's box. Didn't, didn't see it, but I'm going to cut his toe on that one. There's a ball. Counts even to two. Here's the 2-2 from the lefty. And there's a drive right at Mr. Boy. The shortstop, one away. Sometimes you hit them hard like that, right at someone and get it out. Other times you dribble it 15 feet in front of home plate and you're safe at first. That was odd. He hit that ball, and I'm looking off the left field, and I'm going left center, and I'm going, like, where's the ball? This boy's got it in his glove. He was a bullet. <laughs> right, bullet right at the shortstop. Okay. And to the plate is the lefty now, uh, Patrick Sapani. He takes ball one inside with a one away. That one bounces up there, ball two. But this is a frustrating game at times. You get the ball on the screws right at somebody <laughs> four times and go for four. And uh, another somebody else blips three over the third baseman, the second baseman's head, and is going, is going three for four. You break three bats and you have three hits. Absolutely. Yeah. There's a swing and a miss by Patrick on a ball on the inside corner. He comes up empty, strike one. Patrick uh, struck out looking his first time at the plate today. He's got the 2-1 coming at him. There's a ground ball weakly toward the hole in first base. Off the Faye, the first baseman, and trickles over to the second baseman. And Chapani's uh, safe at first with a one out. He got down the line pretty quickly. He did. Really, uh, I mean, I'm going to mark it down as a hit because that was going to be close at first, whether he come up with it or not. I'm going to be generous and give him a hit in my scorebook. Yeah, if he feels, if he feels that, that ball, he's uh, the first base. There's a good, good 15, 18 feet off the bat. Oh, yeah. And was, with the, the left-handed pitcher, is falling toward third, third base. So it, he, he was recovering to get back to first. So I think he may he may beat that anyway. Yep. Bring him car like at the plate, and they throw over, try to get Chapani. Chapani has some good speed, and he is a threat to go. He's safe back at first. Two lefties in a row up here, and that's one thing for the Knights. They have a lot of lefties on the lineup. They throw over again. Chapani dives back in with his double threes facing the sky. They get to go Chapani, and a foul back out of play up over the booth. Chapani's going to have to retreat. No balls. One strike on Brigham. Stretch, and they go over to first. Mm. Japan, he wasn't far off the bag. He still comes in on his belly. Kyle Romanis on the mound. He looks over at first. He's going to come to plate. There goes Japan again. There's a ground ball toward first. Faye comes up with it, steps on the bag. Back. Karlick. Is out at first. Chapani's safe at second as they throw over there, and Boyd puts the tag on too late as uh, Chapani dies back from the third base side in second. So that play goes three unassisted. With two outs, Chapani now at second base. Just a go ahead run out there. And 
Sam Mattis at the plate. He grounded out to the pitcher his first time up. And they, Romanis turns towards second base, and Chapani scurries back. As Garfoli was coming over, here's the pitch way outside, ball one. To Mattis. The EH is on deck. Will Gaffney. <laughs> I love saying that. That one bounces on the plate. Chapani freezes about a third of the way down to third base. Going nowhere. Ball two. Someone's going to need to explain to me the difference between the EH and the DH and the DP. Um, <laughs> not double play DP. There's a designated player, too. Yeah. DR. Yeah. They turn back. And nobody at second base, but Patrick scurries back anyway. The Manis looks. He comes to the plate. He bounces that one in front of the plate. Chapani again freezes. A nice stop there. They throw down to second base. Look out here. Chapani hustles back. As Garfoli catches the ball in, in front of the bag. It was almost a Gregory Sterling Marte blunder down there at second base. Yeah. I've seen that a few times yeah. uh, over the years. Wandering a little too far off the base, not paying attention. And Here's the 3 0. Ball four. And Sam Mattis draws a walk. Well, Gaffney now, the extra hitter, comes to the plate with with two outs, the EH. (laughs) Yeah, actually, about the, the base running thing, I actually tweeted out during one of the games when they did one of those snafus on the on the pads. I says, when are the Pirates going to get somebody to teach these guys how to run the bases? It's like, it's, I mean, it's stuff that they you learn in Little League. It, it's so frustrating. It really, really is. They've given away so many runs by base running errors. There's a breaking pitch. Catches the corner, and Gaffney turns away, unhappy with that call, but it was over the corner. Strike one. Sam Mattis at first. Patrick Chapani at second. Two away. Strike two. And that one didn't break at all. It was right over the corner. Strike two. No balls. Two strikes. Put something in play now. You never know what's going to happen. Last time, uh, we'll put it in play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he flew out the left field. And he fouled that one back off to the screen. With a hang. Count holds it two. Strikes. Yeah, the base running stuff. Sometimes you watch some of those major leaguers, and it looks like they've never even played the game before. Yeah. It'd be real, it's, I don't think it's just the Pirates either. No, no. It's, no, it's major league wide. It's really. Here's the two-strike pitch. That one just misses. Ball one. And, and not going from zero to 60 right out of the batter's box. Man, that's frustrating. That's another really line. He hustled on that line. Here's the one-two. Down low. There goes the runner down to third. Chapani slides in there safely. Still standing at first base is uh, Mattis. And that's one of the things you work on in fall ball. you got to learn when the man in front of you goes, you go too. Runner's in the corners now. 
Second and third, single means two runs. Coach McCarron's not real happy about that. On no, the first Coach, base. Yeah, Coach McCarron looking over at first base saying, what are you doing standing there? Just <laughs> a 2-2. Two, two. There's a ground ball towards second base. Picked up by Garfoli. He'll flip to Boyd on second base and get the force out to end the inning. So the Knights get two on, can't get anybody across. We're all tied at two after three and a half, or tied at one after two and a half, three and a half. Oh, I get my numbers all mixed up there. It's like little things like, like that. If, if the runner takes second base or second and third, that ball's hit up the middle. Second base has to go to his right a few steps. Instead of making a, a, a five-foot toss to the shortstop to get the force play, he has to throw the ball 85 feet to first base to get it out. And a lot can happen when you're, when you're throwing a ball uh, across the diamond like that. He throws it too high, too low. And, and that, that, that's one of those little things that you need to, you need to shore up on. And, and uh, not that you know, big of a deal uh, here in, in, in fall ball, but you'll learn from it, and uh, next time he won't do it. I see some changes. I don't have the right fielder. Okay, because Coach McGarren told me his number was 37, but it's, he's obviously wearing 40. Well, you know what? I'm sorry. You're right. Evan is Evan is not a race. So Evan is. I don't know who 40. He didn't give me a number for 40. Her name for 40. And Oshika's first pitch here in the bottom of the fourth is a ball. Oh, it's Simon. We had it. Oh, Simon's is 40 then. There's a pop foul on uh, Dylan Calvert. We thought we had some changes defensively for the uh, Knights, but no, we don't. Uh, no. Same, uh, same, uh, same nine out there, same position. I just missed Keller's number or uh, Simon's number last time. I wasn't paying attention. Well, we saw Evans turn a head out toward right field, but he was out there to uh, warm up, catch him. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that was a, a confusion. I'm, I'm sure it's a long day. We'll see everybody on the field. Yep. Before we're done. Two and one to Keller. The foul back. Two and two. Oshika now approaching the 60-pitch mark. Has a few more to go, according to my count. But And the Storm are batting everybody because Keller was the leadoff batter, and he's just now coming to the plate. Counts full, three and two. That one pit, that pitch missed low and away. Oshika now. With the payoff pitch, and that's high and away, and he leads, he walks the leadoff batter. 
for the storm, and that brings to the plate Mr. Fay. Probably make so she can make hit that call. It's a little bit high, a little bit, a little bit outside. So with the runner on first, left-handed batter Derek Fay awaits the Ashika delivery. Ashika decides to throw to first, and keeper Bishop has to flag that one down. Throw over it again. Again, diving back safely is Keller. This is game one of two here from Utown. Uh, yeah, pitch is up out of the zone. Ball one. If you're in the neighborhood and you want to watch some uh, good ball, ball, get out toward uh, Greater Pittsburgh Airport, next it, right to Utown, and do some ball baseball. We're here. <laughs> and if you can't, you just stay right where you're at and listen. Absolutely. Strike one called on Derek Fay. Count is even now at one with uh, Dylan Keller standing down at first base for the storm here in the fourth inning. There's a pop foul and out of play down the left side up of the uh, storm dugout. We still technically have about a month of summer left, even though we're in uh, fall ball mode here. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to rush uh, no. summer out the door too, we, too quickly. Uh, we were talking earlier uh, before the game, and I said, you know, "This is my favorite time of the year. Football's getting ready to start. Baseball's still going on." For I love, I love high school high school sports, and that's what I'm talking about. And then mm-hmm. I said, "Hockey's getting ready to start here, and that's my that's my other love." And uh, I said, "This is this is it. Absolutely, this, this is this is my favorite time of the year." There's a swing and a miss in third, but doesn't have to tag him because there's a runner at first. So another strikeout for Dylan Ashika with a runner at first. That's a second strikeout. That's four That might be. Is that six Ks for Dylan on the day so far? Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah. Yep. So with one away, that brings up Mr. Clark. Nope, that's not Clark. That is number five. Number five. Number five. Not, on my, not on my roster. That was the guy we talked about. Yeah, playing into the left field. Yeah, was Bill Madlock. Yeah, Bill Madlock. Yeah. Yep, yep. The Mad Dog. Ball two. Two balls, no strikes. And Oshika definitely is over the 60-pitch mark now. Keep an eye on that for you. There's a strike. Oshika brings that breaking pitch in. Good location on that one. Yes, it was. It throws up number five, Matt Madlock. The Mad Dog. (laughs) Two balls, one strike. Runner at first. Here's the Oshika delivery. There goes the runner. There's a pop-up on the infield. Ingram, Bishop, Bishop comes over. Kiefer falling down, makes the catch, and there's two away, and Keller hustles back to first base. Ingram's standing there. 
that's a play that you're going to definitely take some rubbing off. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, routine pop up to first base and might have gotten caught up in the wind a little bit. And Keeper made the play and just fell right back on his bump. Yeah, and, and Noah Ingram walking back to his position from first base as he was covering first gave, yeah. gave Keeper a, a fist <laughs> pump and uh, was, had a big smile on his face. <laughs> Here's the Ashika delivery. Strike one to uh, Brittany Pressner. With two away, runner still at first base. One thing that I love about baseball is you, you see things like that happen during the game, and you, you really don't see that type of stuff in other in other sports. Uh, and uh, you know, a lot of times you'll you'll hear fans criticize players for, for laughing in the dugout or or uh, or goofing around on on the field. Uh, but it's it's the culture of the game. Yep. Playing in a mess. And more than any other sport, you you have to poke fun at yourself in baseball. You have to have a very short memory because you can look terrible on one swing, and then the next pitch you hit the ball 420 feet over the center field fence. And it's it's the only ups and downs that that happen. The 0-2 that misses down low. Sheikah tried to get the call. That was just out of his zone. And the most even the major level, the most average players for a career can can one night go out and hit four home runs yes. or throw a perfect game and it, there's no explanation for it. There's a pop another one on the infield. This time Kiefer's over by the first baseline and no falling down but he still makes the catch. <laughs> Kiefer retires the last two of the inning on pop ups and at the end of four or four innings of play nothing's been decided. We're all tied at one. They were talking about that with my, my son last night. The uh, Mike Fires throws the no hitter for the Astros, and we got to talking about uh, perfect games. And uh, there have been 23 in the history of Major League Baseball. 23 perfect games in the history of baseball. And uh, I looked at who has thrown them, and only three of the, the 23 perfect games were by Hall of Fame, legitimate Hall of Famers, um, Topak and uh, and um, Jim Bunning, um, who pitched a little bit for the Pirates over the years, and Randy Johnson. Those are your three Hall of Famers who have thrown perfect games. Now, Felix Hernandez, who the last one for the Mariners. Could be. And he, he is he's he's, he's bound. Yeah. He's not the best pitcher in baseball right now. He is in the uh, he's on the Mount Rushmore of, uh, of, of yeah. best pitchers in baseball. Um, has the bad force of not playing for a very good team and would probably be a lot uh, have a lot more Ws. Uh, if he didn't play for the Mariners, but those are three, three out of 23, and the other others are solid players, but uh, not Hall of Famers that are thrown perfect games. So, no explanation for it. That's that's a, that's a cool stat. I, that's, I never never knew that. I knew that there wasn't you know perfect games aren't something that yep. you you hear about. Of course, one of the most famous perfect games was uh, Don Larson's in the World Series. Absolutely. That was the only one in the World Series, but yep. but uh yeah, that that's a cool stat. Yep. That's, that's another new pitcher for the storm is uh Brendan Presner will take the hill. Right hander here. Yep. Go righty, lefty, righty. Yeah, our players moving all around. It looks like boys out in center field now. Another new uh, looks like uh, yeah, they're moving all around. Huh? Oh yeah. Like we said earlier, that's what uh, that's that's we want to do in fall ball. Like, yeah, absolutely. 
Well, it, it's uh, you know, Coach Wilson. I, before before we started, I heard him talking. We were trying to get in the lineups, and uh, one of the other coaches was down there, and the, the team was coming together. This was like right before they took infield, mm-hmm. and he says, "Okay, what's you guys' primary position?" So it's like you know, it's, it's fall ball. That's fall ball. That that describes fall ball perfectly. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, it's not, I mean, it, it is a, a big plus for, for these kids, yeah. for these teams, if they're going to be playing together in the fall. Uh, some of them will be on the same high school teams in the fall. And I uh, I, I know that uh, you know, the extra repetitions of playing multiple positions, it, it, it helps all these kids. And, and I think a lot of them are probably have aspirations of playing if, if it's college in the future, whether it's Division three or Division two or whatever. If you're versatile, you can you can say I, I play more than one position. Right, it's going to help you a lot. It really, really is. It looks like Coach Wilson has their pitchers on a on a pitch count too, because they're all just under 35 pitches. Okay. So, yeah, I'd be surprised if Dylan gets back goes back out there for the. Yeah, I, I've got him. Like he's just at 70 now. So, yeah. So are we playing six innings here, uh, Al, or are we doing seven today with a doublehead? I thought it was seven. Okay. This is top of the fifth. We're all tied at one. And leading off for the Knights is their second baseman, Noah Ingram. It'll be Ingram, Simon, and Lucy. Sounds like a successful law firm. Well, the last time they started out with Ingram leading off, but he scored. So, yep. Ingram scores around the bunt the first pitch, and that bounces off the plate, ball one. We said earlier, uh, Coach McCarron definitely likes the uh, small ball. He does. He does. He develops uh, his his strategies based on his, his team skills, too, which uh, I think has made him successful over the last several years. Yeah, you got to like that with a coach. I mean, that, that shows he knows the game. He's not trying to make the players play his game. He coaches to their 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 abilities. Yeah, that's correct. Another another pitch in the dirt ball too. From Pressner, the new storm pitcher, being lanky, right-hander, bounces that one in front of the plate, and Ingram quickly has a three-up count that he can deal with. Now he can look for something that he wants to hit somewhere. Ingram from the right side awaits the Pressner pitch. And that one misses. Didn't miss by much. That was a take-all-away pitch. And Ingram, second time up, second walk. So he officially does not have a, an at-bat here in the fall league. <laughs> <laughs> and he scored a run. But his on-base percentage it is, is pretty very good. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Here's Scotty Simons, the sophomore. Scores around the bunt, pulls it away. That pitch was off the plate. Ball one. On deck is the leadoff hitter, Mike Rusey. Or is it? Yeah. Yes. There goes the runner, Ingram. The ball bounces off the plate, gets behind the catcher, who is, is now Dylan Keller. And... With the stolen bases, 
Noah Ingram. Need to get that runner to third base. Yeah, let's see if the bunt's still on. Or if he's just trying to hit it to the right side here. No, he squares around, the ball's away. And 3-0 now to Simons. Langram now takes his lead off a second. Nobody out here in the fifth. There's ball four. And Prisoner has thrown eight pitches and not a one of them in the zone. This is uh, where the Knights want to be. Yep. Now you got the top of the lineup up, Mike Rusey. He's 0 for 2. He struck out and had that had a line drive. Nice play by Faye. Not in good play in the first now, but on, nobody out. And there's a strike to Mike Rusey. Takes nine pitches, but Pressner finally gets one over the plate. You want to avoid the double play right here. Oh, absolutely. You, want, you, need, to, you need to score a run. You need to score a run. There's foul off the screen in the back. Strike two to Mike Rusey. Just got a piece of that one. Also, half the plate, maybe a little bit off the plate. Just, uh, just call it straight back. Yeah, he kind of lunged at that one. He did. Lefty awaits the prisoner's pitch, and that one's breaking pitch never broke. It just spun up there wide of the plate. Takes it ball one. One and two now to Mike Rusey with two on, and nobody out for the night. Here in the fifth inning, okay, he's down a beautiful day. A lot of room in left center here, and uh, Rusey likes to go that way. Yeah, boy out there in uh, center field is really playing him to pull the ball. And you're right. It might, and then there's a huge hole in between the third and shortstop. Yes, there is. Because they're drifting over to hold Ingram back as Rusey fouls that one off. The one-two now. Ron Presner. That one bounces in front of the plate. Ingram's going to head the second and down to or down to third and into second base is uh, Simon. So now runners at second and third, nobody out, and a 2-2 count to Mike Ruzzi. Ground ball in the infield. Oh, gets your they're, right they're playing back. They're, they're competing back. the run. So. All you have to do is put a ball in play, but the count goes full now. As that pitch was low and in. The left hand and hitting catcher today, Mike Goosey, will be a senior this year. There's a ball up and away. Michael wanted to go after, and he decided not to. Wise choice. Bases jammed with Knights as Rusey works the walk. Three walks. And uh, Dylan Oshika has the only RBI so far today with that two-out double his last time up. Uh, still a lot of room. Line drive over shortstop. That ball's in a roll for a long time. And he hits a ground ball to second baseman. Goes over to second for one. And double play. But the go-ahead run comes in by the way of Noah Ingram. I think we need to, we need to go to New York for the challenge on that one on first base. <laughs> He goes four six three. Let the Knights take the lead, so uh, we'll call that a productive out. 
for productive two outs. Yep. Ingham comes in. Simons goes over to third. So now we got two outs. Run in, ball one to Keeper Bishop. Let's get a two-run cushion here going into the uh, the bottom half. Of the yeah, game. I'd like to see Keeper connect on one here. He has the walk and ground out. And there's a base there hit to is. left field as he put it right in the hole. And it gets past the left fielder. Keeper Bishop rounds second, or first he's going to second. The throw comes in and Keeper's in, standing up. That's going to go as a double. On a line drive to left field, it gets past the left fielder, and he tracked down before he got it, got to the fence. But Kiefer Bishop has a huge base hit, double, RBI, and drives in that cushion run that you wanted, Barry. Absolutely. Kiefer delivers. And that brings to the plate Tyler Calarico. He takes the ball outside, and Bishop stands there, and he's not going anywhere. No, he was uh, still not running uh, at 100%. I watched him uh, out of the box at the second base, and he's still struggling with that that foot issue. It's going to be a while. Well, here at Youthtown, too, there's not much room behind the plate. It gets past the catcher, and it's only five feet, six feet away. So, ball inside, ball two. There's some fields you play, and there's... 20, 30 feet, and oh, yeah. Kiefer had been gone. So. There's a ground ball right to the shortstop. Big hop comes right up for him, and Tallarico is off the bag, but nice play by the first baseman there. Um, who was that? That was uh, Ryan. Catches the ball up in the home plate side of first, makes the tag, mm-hmm. to end the inning. So the play goes 6-3. But the Chargers, no, excuse me, the Knights, Score two and take the lead here in the fifth inning. So at the end of four and a half, it is the Knights three and the Storm one. We uh, are going back up the hill again for uh, being number five. That surprises me, Barry. It does. Uh, We threw a lot this summer, so it's. uh, His arm is, I think, still in pretty pretty much mid season mode here, so. He gets up around 80 plus. That's uh, that's something I'm, I'm sure he can handle. Still, also uh, was one of uh, a couple nights that played in the uh, Keystone Games this, uh, oh, this okay. summer. Uh, Dylan and his battery mate Michael Rusi and Tom Davis, the normal uh, center fielder, uh, not here today. All three played in the Keystone Games and came home with a silver medal. That just finished up a couple of weeks ago. Yep, so I've got uh, Dylan at uh, actually 69 pitches. Again, okay. totally unofficial, but... So you're uh, pretty close. It's, I'd say within five pitches. Absolutely. We might have a couple of changes here for the uh, charge. Looks like we have uh, the Knights. <laughs> the Knights. The Knights. <laughs> Looks like we have uh, no Ingram moving over to third base. Yeah. And the second 
Oh, it's uh, Pat, Patrick? Yeah, Brogan. Or, uh, Brogan, yeah, so uh, late arrival. So Brogan's at second base here for the Knights. Ingram moves from second to third. And we'll, get, we'll get to the left. Is that Will? Looks like him, and there's a ball right to him. Line drive. How about that? And he cool. makes the catch. Let's see what the number is when he turns. And yeah, it's yep. Gaffney. That's a well-struck ball out there. Yes, it was by uh, uh, Braden Olson. Takes the first pitch from Oshika. I believe we have still Kevin DePerna in Raceville. So some new faces so over there. Yeah. There's a ball high to uh, Anthony Ryan. Here in the bottom of the fifth, Knights in front by the score of three to one. There's a pitch up in the zone. Ryan waves and misses. And the count's even at one. Ushika winds, and he swings, didn't want to, on another pitch up in the zone, and the count is one ball, two strikes to Ryan. There's a Gaffney over a little bit to towards center field. There's a swing and a miss. And good morning, good afternoon, good night for Dylan Oshika. Another one of them. We had a couple uh, a couple of those earlier, I think. At least one earlier. Yep. Oh, no, there was a ball in there. He, okay. Threw, he threw a ball. I'm sorry. I, I was excited. What, I wouldn't know because whoever's <laughs> supposed to be running the scoreboard is really not, not worried about balls to strike. There's there. nobody else over there. Okay, we're, uh, we're some of the things here on the outside, I think, but in the score. There's a strike. Breaking pitch on the outside corner. Strike one to Dugan. Complete chaos here in the uh, uh, broadcast booth. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's opening day of Fall League. so Absolutely. There's a little sister to Kiefer Bishop, a right fair ball right in uh, behind first base. And quickly, that was a very efficient inning for Dylan Oshika. Yep, that might buy him one more. He gets, uh, that was like seven pitches. Oh, yeah. Love to see that. So it's three up, three down on a little pop to be for Kiefer Bishop. And the Knights, after 5 4 winning to play, have the lead 3 to 1 here over the Storm. The strikeouts look cool, but uh, I think uh, for, for most pitchers, if they can get through a 3, 4, 5, 6 pitch inning with a couple of ground balls and a couple pop ups. That's going to add a lot of uh, low life to the arm. Yeah, he's got seven strikeouts, but, yeah, that, that inning is like one pitch, one out, and then there was four pitches for the second out, I mean, total. Yep. And then uh total of, yeah, six pitches, actually. Yep. Yeah, that'll keep you in the ball game. Uh, you get into the late innings, and you're, uh, you're getting those efficient six, seven, eight-pitch innings. Uh, yeah, Coach McGarren's got it like that. So I don't see anybody warming up down there. They usually warm up down the right field line. So this might be Dylan's game to uh, to finish. To right? go. Yeah. Seeing if there's a doubleheader, yeah, he might try to stretch him out. Yep. And if there's, he's only 70-plus pitches, then he's in good shape. Yep. 
You were second baseman back in your day. Yeah, yeah I was second baseman, third baseman primarily. And when I was in Little League, I played all over to play outfield, second base. What high school did you go to? Moon. Moon. I didn't play high school baseball though. The Tigers. It was yeah. I it was it was funny. That's a funny story. Um, I try out every year, and it was a political thing, and I couldn't play uh, second base. And um, I mean, and then when I was a senior, I didn't go out. But they their second baseman graduated, and they needed a second baseman. And the coach and I'm not no names. Okay. But, uh, the coach actually came. I didn't go out, and um, he came. To, and actually, and, and as a matter of fact. For my junior year, when I was trying out, the the catcher was Bob Davies. Oh, is that right? And he he was like, Augie, my, my nickname was Augie. He says, Augie, you're in this year, man. And I didn't make the team. And it was like, so I didn't go out for my senior year, ball one to Chapani. Uh, and um, the coach actually came to my door one night and says, why aren't you coming out? And I said, I'm doing other things this year. I said, I tried for three years. I said, and I wasn't good enough, so I guess I'm not good enough now. He good for you. And, uh, but I showed up at every home game, and he's going, I got a uniform for you. I said, no, I'm too busy. Good for you. <laughs> good for you. And I was recruited by the Robinson uh, American Legion team yeah. to play. So, but, but I was joining the Navy after, okay. after my senior year, so I was like, all two. There's another one wide and high. Back to the backstop to Chapani. The pitch from Presner. Swing and a miss. Oh, that was, I must have missed a strike or two. Yeah. There's a strikeout for Chapani. Because they're finding the strike zone here in the second inning. Uh, struggled a little bit last time with uh, with his location. Sometimes it just takes that inning or two to yep. get into your belt and uh, get your rhythm going. Brigham Carlick will step into the batter's box. Batter from the old school. No batting gloves. Don't see too many of those anymore. Nope. That pitch misses outside, ball one. These major leaguers with the batting gloves, the elbow guards, the knee guards, all the body armor. That one bounces in the dirt, ball two. You know what I noticed? You talk about the batting gloves and talking about the Pirates again, their their catcher, um, Sorelli. Sorelli. He started the season when it was cold, no gloves. It's, it's, it's hot. He's got the gloves on, I yep. noticed. They're just swinging a miss by Carlick. I did read a little bit about that uh, the other day. Um, just, he, I, I think he just said his hands get beat up behind the plate and it provides a little, a little bit of cushion. extra cushion. Yep. The 2-1, swinging a miss, strike two, and counts even a two to Brigham. When I played, I wore one batting glove uh, on the on my left hand, my bottom hand, my right hand to batter, and I wore it at the plate. I wore it in the field inside my glove. It never came off. There's a ball way outside. The count goes full to Carly. I, when I played, there wasn't a such thing as batting gloves. Yeah. You had to wear a golf glove. If you yeah. <laughs> and there was no such thing. It was all wooden bats back then. So it's, there's Bounce in a plate, and Carlick will trot down to first as he draws a walk. I remember making the transition from the, the wood to the, at that time, aluminum. And yeah, <laughs> the old aluminum bat. I was probably probably 14, maybe, uh, 15. The 
ping, ping, ping sounded here. Patrick Brogan will step into the batter's box now. Out there at second base. His first plate appearance, he fouls one back. Nice cut. Brogan made an impact on this team in the spring. Absolutely. Um, He came in and uh, as a freshman and uh, was a significant part of the team. He's uh, primarily the starter every game. Left field. field. Mm -hmm. There's a pitch over everything into the backstop and easily into second base is Brigham Carley on the wild pitch. Ball one and one. He had a prior commitment earlier this morning, and uh, as uh, Coach McGarren said, he would be here late, late in this game, or definitely for the second game. And you see, he's in here. Yep. Takes the ball outside. Well, if if Coach Wilson holds true to his other two pitchers, this he should be, this should be Prisoner's last mm-hmm. last inning. There's a pop foul, and that's going to be out of play. (laughs) Counts even at two now to Patrick Brogan. We're in number 17. If you think of the Pirates, that's Bob Walk. (laughs) Bob Walk. Doc Ellis. Doc Ellis, that's right. That's right. Swing and a miss by Brogan, and he'll go down. Philip Ellis Jr. Infamous, famous, whatever you want to call it. Uh, With a no hitter. (laughs) Under the influence. Under the influence. (laughs) Interesting documentary released this this, uh, summer about Doc Ellis. Uh, Probably catch on Netflix. Will Gaffney steps in, he swings and comes up empty. Will Gaffney is a great baseball name, isn't it? Hey, I you love it. I played with a bunch of Gaffneys when I was at Moon. Yeah. The ball up out of the zone, one and one. Will's a great baseball name. McCovey, May. Yeah. yeah. Clark. Clark. Oklahoma State is great. All American. Pretty good MLB player for the Giants over the years. Number 22. There's a wave of the. Breaking pitch, and he just got the end of the bat on that one, fouls it off behind the plate. One ball, two strikes. Uh, named three great wills, and all three of them were giants. How about that? McCovey, Mays, and Clark. <laughs> How about that? Forty-four, twenty-two, and twenty-four. Everybody listening out there, all of our. Comments you can tell we're both baseball historians here. We love love the game. Gaffney puts one over toward second base, and that play will go four three. And the Knights go fairly quietly here in the sixth inning, but they have the lead three to one after five and a half. Storm coming to the plate. For Bishop to the mound here. Looks ah. like he's uh, toting his uh, fielder's glove. First base of Mitt is stowed away, and we're going to see uh, the big lefty heave some. That's good to see. He throws, uh, throws hard. Again, he's still, he's still getting back into the 
the swing of things here after the, the foot injury. He threw some uh, a few innings late in the high school season. He threw a little bit this summer. But I think he's still finding his way. He will be a junior this year. Looking for some. That basically a lost season his sophomore year because that foot injury, ankle injury. I think his bat out of the lineup did, did hurt that team. They, it, it changed their changed their complexion. We yeah. talked about small ball and how important that became. And with keeper who can hit, hit the ball just out about any any high school field you're going to find, uh, uh, to take it out of the lineup, it really changed the whole complexion of the old yeah, uh, dead team. It did. And they did well. I mean, it, it, the team, oh, absolutely. They, they, they played as a team. It looks like... Uh, Brigham Carlick will come in and play first base, and Brogan will go out to center field. Like Ingram goes back over to second base, and Oshika moves from the mound over to third. It looks like we do have a new right fielder. Simons is now warming up the new right fielder. Who is that, Barry? Can you tell? Evan DeParna. Is that DeParna? Yep. Okay, 37. All right. All right, so Kiefer takes the, the bump for the first time here in the fall league. Played is uh, Tyler Romanis for the Storm here in the bottom of the sixth. Time is starting to run short for the Storm if they want to get back into this game. And Kiefer delivers one high, ball one. So Sheikha goes five innings, gives up one run. There's a strike. And ironically, only one hit. Wow. Excellent effort. After yep. that first inning, uh, yep. couldn't find the strike zone, but once he found it, solid effort. One hit, uh, seven, six, six or seven, stri- seven strikeouts. Seven strikeouts. Strikeout. And uh, just two, about just eight two, pitches. Three walks. That's it. There's a wave and an empty swing. He counts even at two. It... Uh, Three walks, another batter reached on an air, and one single hit, which was a single. There's a wave and a strikeout for Kiefer Bishop. He comes in and promptly strikes out his first opponent. I think if Kiefer realizes he doesn't have to throw the ball 90 miles an hour, uh, he's a much better pitcher, um, especially now fighting back from the, uh, the, the foot injury. Uh, throw a strike, stay within yourself. And uh, let your fielders do the work. Yeah, he's. I think he's doing that right now. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. And he's trying to play catch with uh, Mike. Yes. And that's that's what we used to tell our kids, you know, when I was coaching. Just play catch. Just play catch, and let the chips fall where they may. Fall back to the screen. Strike one. Two 
Oh, up over the head of Garfoli. One and one now. Right-handed thrower, Kiefer Bishop. Delivers, breaking pitch. Kiefer wanted that one, no call. (laughs) Two balls, one strike. That was close. Again, from our angle here on the third base or first base side, there's a strike right at the knees. Two and two. You watch some of these major league games and they have the uh, the automated strike call thing. Yeah, and those guys who are professionals miss so many calls. I mean, some of them aren't even close. They aren't. I just don't understand that. There's a shot up towards second base. Ingerman takes a hop and bounces off his shoulder. Picked up by Tallarico. And the Storm have a base runner. So Day now will come to the plate. Riley Day started the game on the mound. with a runner at first. Bishop from the stretch for the first time. He delivers a breaking pitch. Riley Day waves and comes up empty. Strike one. Ground ball right back to the mound. What do you think? Yeah, that would be nice. That one's up high. Boosie throws down the first diving back as Grafoli. I take a ground ball right at uh, Tyler Tallarico, actually. That'll work, too. Ball, one strike. The stretch. He looks over. Comes to the plate. There's a ground ball, or pop-up, rather. Shallow right field. Ingram drifting back. He'll make the play in shallow right field. Noah runs it back into the infield, one away, or two away. That ball was up there a long way. Yeah, it was. Coach is down there for tonight. Coaching uh, Bishop on that after the play. He was saying he can't be a spectator. You got to get in position for the throws. Karen's always teaching, always coaching. Yep, got to love it. Exactly right. And so, you, know, you need to easily say the, the three Bs. First, play the ball. Second, play a base. Third, backup. Mm-hmm. Three Bs. And if you're not going to play the ball or play a base, you back somebody up. And in that play, there's a pop out of play down the left side. Not the uh, storm dug out. Yes, chances are that ball is going to be caught. The chances are. 90% that the runner is not going to advance. But if it does fall in, um, your pitcher, you need to be backing up third base. Marcus Williams at the plate. Yeah, one of those fundamentals that we talk so much about.
two and one. Now that one misses. Two outs. Runner at first is Garfoli. Bishop with a pitch. Ooh, that looked good. That looked like a good pitch, but it's called a ball. Must have been down low. Three and one now. Keep one of that one of that one as well. So a little drop of the shoulders on the part of keeper there. Mm-hmm. Still a little disgust. Here's the pitch, the three one. That's inside, and now the storm have two runners on with two outs. Still with a nice two run cushion. Uh you have the force at any base, so lots of disasters here. And you have two outs, so keep the ball on the ground somewhere, someone make a play. Bring it boy right. boy to the plate with two outs. Also, unusual, yeah. very wide open stance. Yeah, these last two real wide open stance. There's a strike on the outside corner. Can't miss that one. Nope. Right there. As you said, Barry, Kiefer's just got to play catch with Mike here and let the chips fall. He's got a good defense behind him. He tried to spin one up there. You can see that one slipping out. He's even making the motion. That one slipped out. Ball one. Just hit with a fastball. He's uh, yeah. obviously having some trouble getting the, getting the feel for the curve. Hit with a fastball. One ball, one strike, two outs, two on. So the storm here in the sixth. There's a pop-up. That's going to be out of play to the right side. One ball, two strikes. Game one of two here at Youthtown. Ironically, the Storm are the uh, home team. And Kiefer throws the big bender out there and wave and a miss. Strikes out. Um, Boy, to end the inning, there was two on, but nothing of it. So at the end of six full, it is the Knights three and the Storm one. Good first inning from Keeper. Struggled a little bit with his off-speed off speed stuff, but the fastball was uh, was there, had a good command of it. So this could be, well, yeah, hopefully it's a nice last at bat here. Top of the seventh. Another new pitcher on the hill. Correct? Yeah, that's, that's number uh, five. That's, that's the one we're for. That's Bill Madlock. Bill Madlock on the mound. Very versatile. <laughs> that's a guy, Madlock. Four four batting titles in his in, in major league career, but didn't didn't have the, the longevity to really any uh, Hall of Fame desire or, or, or consideration. And the four batting titles is, is, is a ticket to the Hall of Fame for uh, a lot of a guys. Lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, Clemente only had four. And he had a little, little longer career than Madlock, a little more successful. He had four batting titles in a, in a short period, a couple with the Cubs, with the Pirates, and with the Texas Rangers, I believe. And 
Yeah, it was, yeah, he went to the American League, yeah. Yep. Good, good solid player, probably. I don't know his lifetime stats offhand, but probably somewhere around 1,800 career hits, maybe. In a very short period of time. And it's funny, before he came to the Pirates, the rap on him was he was not a clubhouse guy. Yep. So, and then he came to the Pirates, and everybody loved him. So, well, if anybody could play for Chuck Tanner. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes uh, Chuck was probably a little, uh, a little too lax in the uh, in the clubhouse, and that got him into lots of trouble in the later years with uh, all the stuff that went on in Pittsburgh with the trials and everything. So. You know. Look at the this. He's sweeping the plate off. There we go. He did have his brush. Yeah. <laughs> we, can, we can now see him up here. Noah uh, Ingram making his third plate appearance. Uh, didn't say third to bat because he's walked twice already today. Great, but he scored two runs. Yes. <laughs> he's got the go-ahead run. Two of the three. This is good. Every time they've let off with him, they've scored. So. Yeah. Good omen. He takes strike one. Unless he's seen any strikes yet today. Well, he walked, walked twice. That's a ball outside. That, that just missed. Yeah. That's a tough one to take, I'll tell you what. That pitch. That one's on the corner. Big pitch right there. Yep. Good location for number five. One ball, two strikes to Noah Ingram. That one misses. Counts even at two. That's a good one-two pitch. Yep. Uh, Try to get him to chase. Make him chase, absolutely. Noah waits the two-two. Here it is. That one. Freaking pitch. That was in a different zip code, yeah, I that think. Was, yeah. <laughs> no, it just looks up and smiles. Yeah. <laughs> Counts four, three, uh, three and two. You throw that one in a majors, you're in trouble. But yeah, you're going to get tossed or there's going to be bench warm. There's going to be problems. <laughs> there's a shot up over the first baseman's head, and Noah's got himself a base hit on a little little blooper that didn't bend the grass when it hit. No, but, uh, but it works. Hit him where they ain't, and that's what he did. Yeah, that was that was a damn shot, Barry. That yeah. uh, he just muscled that one, as they say, up over the first baseman's head, and he Noah, Noah's one for one in the fall league. <laughs> one thousand on base percentage. I think his WAR is about a three point oh right now. I think <laughs> if you're into some of those crazy sabermetric statistics, the uh, partner. He grounds it to the shortstop, and it goes, uh, gets the force play. They can't get him at first. The ball in the dirt and on handle, and I think he had that beat anyway. He had that beat, absolutely. So he's on a fielder's choice. We think all those crazy statistics that they use nowadays. Uh, back in our day, hits, runs, batting average, RBIs, wins and losses. That's what, that's what counted. Now you got wins above replacement player, wins above replacement player, plus. <laughs> It's crazy. Yep.
batting average on first pitch, batting average on second pitch. Uh, it's, it's amazing. Rusey with a ground ball. Awesome middle base hit for Mike Rusey. Evan DePerna reaches second. And we'll uh, stop there. Michael went just went with that pitch. That was just a, a great, great swing on a, on a on a well-placed pitch. He just didn't try to do too much with it, as they say, uh, and just took it straight up the middle. That's, that's what we've come to expect from Michael. Actually, uh, Simons is uh, courtesy running, I guess, or pinch running or whatever. That's going to drop. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Well, nice play there by the center fielder. Is that uh, number number thirty? That's uh, Garfoli. Yeah, number thirty he moved out to center field. Nice. He left his feet and made a nice dive. Nice diving into right Absolutely. center field for on Dylan Ashika. That was um, McCutcheon like out yes, there. Yes, it was. Two away now. Runners at first and second. And big keeper Bishop will step to the plate. He's uh, one for two with a walk. And he swings, and he's going to ground one softly toward first base, and they're going to have to hustle over. And he will take it himself, and it play goes grounder to three, and that was uh, Finn Dugan makes the play to retire side. So at the end of six and a half, it is the night three and the storm one. And the storm coming to the bat, and you have three outs to go. A little bit of a log jam over there on first place. Yeah. First baseman made the uh, made the play, fielded a ground ball. Pitcher was doing exactly what he was supposed to do, which was cover the bag. Uh, and Kiefer was barreling down the line, and there was a uh, little indecision, but first, first baseman decided to take it himself, which was a smart play. I think he saw uh, that he had plenty of time to get there. And he made the uh, smart play. Don't throw it if you don't have to. Fish will come out and try to wrap this one up for the Knights. Open the season with a victory. And this is a safe situation. Yes, it is. By the way, we never talked about the uh, divisions here for the Fall League. Um, the, uh, the Knights are in... The Clemente Conference, huh? Division B, and in their conf- in their division are the is Brook County. There's the Knights, Moon, North Catholic, Steel City Storm, and West Hill Show. So that's what we have. And upcoming games, I'm looking at the schedule here. We have the. Uh, Next Saturday is the Knights in North Catholic. Not sure if we're going to be bringing you that one. Um, not sure where that one doesn't have a time or or place. Um, I know I won't be here, but we'll see. Um, then you got the holiday week, September 3rd and September 8th. The Thursday before and the, t- the Tuesday after the holiday. We play, the Knights play North Hills up at Herb Field, which is the municipal field up there in uh, Ross Township. We'll we got a big loss out there. Did, um, yeah. Road, yep. Road, yep. Um, there are 6.30 games, so we'll be bringing you those. Then uh, the Knights come back here to Utah and play Brook County on the 12th. I'll be out of town and we'll be able to do that one. 
But then the rest of them are the 19th and the 26th doubleheaders here at Youthtown against West Hills and Mars, which is in another in the other division. Bishop bounces one up in front of the plate, ball one. Brook County squad, that's uh, Brook County, West Virginia, for those of you uh, yep. in the listening audience. And then they, uh, that's the, the Mars is the last game of the regular fall league season, ball two down low. And, uh, and then the playoffs start, which the playoffs, well, there's a futures game showcase in West Mifflin on the uh, 4th of October. And then the playoffs right here at Youthtown are on the 10th. We'll be bringing you those games here on the Knights Sports Network, whether the Knights are in it or not. And then the finals, the championship, ball four, four-pitch walk for uh, that's, uh, Dylan Keller. That's not the way you want to start the, uh, the last inning here. McCarron heads out to the to the mound to talk to the keeper. Remind him that he does have a two-run lead. Remind him how important it is to throw strikes at this point. Coach McGarren with his arms out saying, yeah, that's exactly what he's telling you. You can tell. He says, look, you got a you got two-run lead, throw strikes. Yep. I've been around Coach McCarron enough to know exactly what he's saying out there. I, <laughs> my, uh, my my older son played for uh, for Coach McCarron at Olsh for uh, well my son played for four years but Coach McCarron was the head coach for three of those years and my younger son is on the squad has been will be a senior this year so four years with Coach McCarron uh, so I've definitely seen Phil and know what to expect Derek Fay to the plate he takes ball that's five straight I believe five yep. But uh, as I was getting back to the broadcast, uh, the championship uh, for the Fall League is on October 18th, Sunday, at Console Energy Park down in Washington. And we, again, at the Night Sports Network, will bring you that game. So looking forward to that. Absolutely. Strike taken by Faye, one and one now. The keeper's found the strike zone. See if he can keep it with the runner at first. Ooh, that one just missed. That looks, like, looks like the same pitch you got. Last pitch. That's a thrill for the, for the kids to be playing at Consol uh, Park in Washington. That's a beautiful facility, professional facility. Um, with the uh, wild thing, there's a swing and a miss, strike two. Absolutely. Woodfield Championships have been there for the last couple of years. Uh, old Chargers have made couple appearances at the uh, Consol Energy Park. The privilege of calling a uh, college game there. The uh, B&J. So no, the actually, actually, um, it was Penn uh, State Greater Allegheny. Okay. Um, they played a, several home games there, and I did a couple games All down right. there. Ball three called the face. So full count now. With the runner, by the way, of Keller at first base. Here's the payoff pitch. Swing and a miss. Strike three. And That's huge. That really is. Uh, runner on first, one out versus first and second, no out. Uh, huge out there. And I, and I think uh, the batter chased a little bit. 
fastball might have been a little bit up and away and out of the zone. So thank you for that. So that brings to the plate uh, Clark, should be. Is that nine? Yeah. That one bounces up there. Ball one. Andrew Clark. Or is that? No, this is this is Bill Madlock, isn't it? Five. Yeah, five. it's five. <laughs> Madlock. <laughs> I thought it was a nine. I couldn't tell by his jersey until he turned around. Ball two. Keeper's got to get it in the nine here. There's a. Ooh, check swing. Absolutely. They're going to appeal. Nope. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. He makes contact with that. That's a double to the left. <laughs> he even need crickets. He swung at that. Yeah, he did. Not to be critical or anything. <laughs> no, he's done a pretty good job. They're, they're, yep. they're great. Yep. That's one of the toughest calls in, in the game, actually, yeah. to make. 3-0, and and there's a pitch up high, and Kiefer's walked two here in the seventh inning. With one out. Something like that. I mean, the home plate umpire doesn't have to ask for an appeal on that, even if the they ask for it. They ask for it. Uh, it's just, you know, I thought it was an obvious swing, but what are you going to do? Yep. And Kiefer's done. Taking him out. He'll bring... Is that... Tyler, Tallarico. Tallarico is going to come in. Yep. And looks like Brogan's going to come back in to play second base. And Ingram will go back over to third. Or where is Brogan going? It looks like he is going to go to second. Let's see who they put in the center field now. Maybe they're going to get Kiefer back to first no. base. Play, uh, Ingram. Bring him back to oh, that's the, yeah, I bet you. Yeah, there goes, there goes uh, Brigham Carlick out to center yep. and Kiefer go over to first. So, yeah, that's so where we started. Yeah. So we have situation is we got one out, two runners on via the free pass, and Tallarico will come in now to take over the duties and it's a safe situation for him. Tying, tying, tying run on, tying run on first base, oh, yeah. yeah, tying runs on the winning, the go ahead, actually the winning run is at the plate now, so. Keeper taking a stroll here without his glove, and we're about ready to go, and he better pick it up. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely being a disadvantage when the first base without the leather. All right. Tyler Tallarico now on the mound. And Brendan Presnar at the plate for the storm. Tallarico delivers. That's a little bit low. Ball one. Storm being patient, and it's paying off here in the seventh inning. Oh, look at the scoreboard, Barry. It's nighttime. It's nighttime. There's a drive down the left field line. That's going to bring in at least one. 
Here comes a throw into third base. It's going to be close, and he's going to be out at third base, down at second, and safely in there is Presnar. But it's a 3-2 game with a go-ahead or the tying run at second base now, but there's two outs. Uh, a double by Fresnar drives in a run. Nice throw by Gaffney. Gaffney, yep. Um, while we're, uh, the shortstop was going to cut that ball off, but wisely let it go and uh, got the out of third. I don't know if they were talking out there. Good communication. We have two outs now. Tying run at second. Ball one to Olsen. Ball two. Down low. Awfully deep in left field. I'd bring him in. Uh, keep the ball in front. Yep. Have a chance of cutting a run off at home plate. If it's over his head, he's going to score anyway. Ball three. That misses outside. Tyler needs to take his time here. Get the ball over to play. Let them put it in play. And he walks them on four pitches. And that's been the, the MO for the Knights here in the seventh inning. They can't get the ball over the pitchers can't get the ball over the plate. Now the win, the winning run is down at first base. Anthony Ryan will step into the batter's box. I was squeezing that ball a little tight out there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Usually when, when, when you start throwing a ball in the dirt on the outside part of the plate, that's usually what's happening. So he's got to relax a little bit. My There's bad. a strike just like that. That was a, a completely different uh, delivery. delivery. Mm-hmm. Completely different. As we talked about at the beginning of the, the inning, we just got to play catch. That's right. He took a deep breath, and that was much better. There's another one foul right up over our heads, and then Storm are down to their last strike here. Anthony Ryan fouls one up over the box. No balls. Two strikes. Two outs. Two on for the Storm. It's a 3-2 game here in the bottom of the seventh inning. Tyler Tallarico from the stretch. Looks back at second. He comes to the plate. That one's up high. Ball one. Wouldn't be a nice game without some drama. (laughs) Absolutely right, unfortunately. (laughs) The cardiac kids. Yep. Tallarico with the one-two. He flips a breaking pitch up there. Mike Lucy tells him, get it down. Two balls, two strikes. Here's where you want him. Let's get him now. Two and two. Ryan's over for two. He struck out twice here so far. Tallarico looks back at second. He comes to the plate, and that, that hit, him. hit him. Now the bases are jammed with Storm, Ryan means nothing as far as the Knights are concerned. That runner at second base, Olsen, is the player of issue right now. You don't want to go extra frames here. No, uh, no. Uh, especially especially with, with a, a doubleheader. A doubleheader, absolutely. Well, we got a fourth inning base. we got two outs. And Dugan will step to the plate. He's 0 for 2. Fly out the center and pop to Kiefer Bishop. There's a strike up in the zone. 
two and take strike one. There's a ball. Gets away. Nothing doing. Again, not much room behind the catcher nope. to the backstop. So, so anytime you really see a, a runner take off for home as if a ball in the dirt you know, catches a, a shin guard and uh, rolls away. Rolls yeah, away. Mm-hmm. absolutely. There's not much room back here. On ball, one strike. Tallarico with the swing and a miss by Dugan. He tried to end the right now. And comes up empty. One ball, two strikes. And again, the storm down to their last strike. Yeah, he is out there. That one's inside. Again, it gets past Brucey, but nothing doing, and it counts even at two. Was, uh, too close for comfort there. So, yeah, uh, he that, almost almost hit him. If that was Marte. Uh, he would be leaning into that one. And... <laughs> it would have been a tie game. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Or Jose Tabata. Tabata. Neck, neck lips. Miss him. Miss him. <laughs> and it's a full count. That one bounces right next to the plate. Here's the pressure here. Here's the pressure here. Bottom of the seventh. Bases loaded. 3 2 count. 3 2 game. Tying run 90 feet away to winning run 180 feet away. Runners are taking off on the pitch. Oh, yeah. Here we go. There they go. There's a little pop, and that's going to tie it again. That's going to win the game. That's going to win the game for the Storm. And they come back in the bottom of the seventh and a little bloop single over the first baseman's head. That doesn't matter. The game's over, boys. The winning run has come across the plate, and the Storm, we're going to win this one 4-3 to here in the seventh inning. So the Storm take victory from the, the... Jaws of defeat, so to speak. Yeah, they uh... and uh, take game one of the doubleheader, four to three here at Youthtown. So that's why you play seven. That's why you get got to get twenty one outs. Yep, and we couldn't get that twenty first out. So a single brings in two, and a big single by Dugan wins the game, and a three run bottom of the seventh to come from behind. The only runs that scored got on base with walks. Am I correct on that one, Al? Let's see. Actually, hit by pitch. Hit by pitch. Prisoner, Prisoner had a single. Okay. Actually, I gave him a double. Oh, all right. Yeah, but the other, there was three walks. So, yeah. Actually. And hit by pitch. And the hit by pitch, yeah. And I can't give three bases. One. Two. Yeah, there was only, only two hits in that inning. Three runs, two hits, and only one, two left on. Wow. All right. So let me find out if we're going to sign off here or we're going to come back. And I want to find out here. Hold on. I'm game for a second game, if you are. All right, so we're going to sign off here. So we'll come back in about 20 minutes or so for game two of the doubleheader. And the final line was the uh, the Storm come back in the bottom of the seventh, scored three runs. 
and take down the Knights by the score of 4-3 to three here at Youthtown. Uh, the winning pitcher, let's see, that would have been <laughs> Madlock. Madlock. <laughs> number five. We're going to find out who that is for the second game. This is parents right now are listening right now. <laughs> number five, it's not Madlock. It's Josh. It's yeah, Josh. yeah. It's like we said, it was. it's John Doe, yeah. <laughs> number five. And the losing pitcher is going to be, um, actually, it's going to be uh, Tallarico because it's, you know, Bishop only came in and put the first two on, so that would have tied the game, and Tallarico would have been responsible for the rest of the, the hitters. So um, Tallarico takes the loss here in the um, in the seventh inning, and Bishop will get credited with a blown save. So at the end of the first game, it's the Knights come up short by the score of 4-3 to three, the Storm take down the Knights. We'll be right back here in right, about 20 minutes or so after we have a cheeseburger. Cheeseburger, yeah. <laughs> need, so. so don't go away. Game 2 of the doubleheader coming right in your face here from beautiful Youthtown. If you're in the area, come on out. It's a great day for a ball game. On behalf of the Knights Sports Network, I'm Al Esch and uh, Barry, Barry Dover yeah. alongside. We'll be back for Game 2 in just a little while. 